<laughs> I checked. I don't know if you checked the uh, the results from the race that we ran. Ran is maybe not the maybe a strong word, but I did. I did check uh, uh, the boy, his uh, his age group. Did you, did you see? <laughs> no, I didn't so, do any age group breakdowns of. Uh... Yeah, well, I looked at the age group for 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 the boy, and uh, apparently. Just because you're one years old doesn't mean that you you uh, you know you get put up um, in an easier bracket. It's it's uh, kids, uh, boys zero to fourteen are all lumped together. <laughs> so, I uh, he he did as you'd expect, which is not not great. Zero to fourteen. Wow. Yeah. Well, he kicked uh, Ethan's ass. So. That's... <laughs> Oh, it's because yeah, my mom was was uh, she was she was moving, and Ethan was playing in the in the leaves <laughs> on the race. So that's right. I mean, you know, they had different goals, and I think they both achieved those goals. No, that's right. And that's what this that's what the drumstick dash is all about. Yeah. So uh, just prepare to. Uh, Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. I'm going to be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. That train is off the track. I feel like you, you can't just like jump through Neptune and be okay. Just prepare to. What the show needs is more dogs and bears and chickens and stuff. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a watch unbeatable goodness. Welcome Pacers fans. You are listening to the Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast. Today is November 27th, and this is episode 615. Coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana, I'm your host, Joey Gafrida, the man behind the dials and former season ticket holder. This show, we're going to discuss games against Orlando, Minnesota, Brooklyn, and the LA Clippers. Joining me this week is one of our analysts, still coast to coast, like butter toast. From the high school home of Jameson Brewer, Silver Spring, Maryland, it's the doctor, Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacers fans? What is up, Joey? Uh, <laughs> shout out to Harper and Colson, who are celebrating with the fam uh, this week. And shout out to my fam and to your fam as well, Joey. I got to yeah. spend a lot of time with the Gufreda and extended clan, and uh, it, was, it was good to see everybody. So We got great weather, no complaints. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's good to good to see you and your family. And and I had my family was all a lot. Well, uh, most of them were here in town, and and because uh, a good good fun Thanksgiving, and I uh, got to do all sorts of all sorts of good stuff. So shout out to uh, shout out to Thanksgiving. I gotta say though, I'm a little sore. We did the dumb drumstick dash, and I'm a little sore from uh, that. We clocked in at uh, a little over twenty. Five minute miles, I think, <laughs> something like that. So, uh, you know, really, really putting the pedal to the metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I was a uh, similar, similar. Actually, I tell you what. Look at my my, my one year old's pace was 
22 minutes, 41 second mile. So, mm. uh, but uh, yeah, my mom was. Putting us to shame. Yeah, he was he was moving pretty pretty good. I actually did turn an ankle. Uh, oh, probably shit. the worst ankle turn I've had in over a year or something, which is saying something because I play soccer every week. I'm like still was, feeling it. It's not good. Those potholes are no joke. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I was uh, I, I I saw that one and this sneak up on you. Well, yeah, and you're you know we're doing it leisurely style, and I'm catching <laughs> up with people I haven't seen for. You know, years upon years, and yeah, you you forget to look down at the ground. Mm-hmm. So. But for listeners, if you've not done the drumstick dash, it was uh, it was a good time. You know, come out every it's every Thanksgiving morning, and uh, start some Broader Bowl, and and you know, kind of heads down Broader Bowl Avenue over to to Keystone, and and uh, back across Kess, back uh, on Kessler, back into Broader Bowl, and. Um, but I was about 6,000 people, most of them dressed up like turkeys. I saw some people running with with uh, turkey legs to, while they were eating them. That was <laughs> impressive. Um, but it's for the Wheeler Mission, so shout out to them. I know it's a big fundraiser for them. And, uh, you know, get out there next year if you haven't uh, done it in the past. Well, before we get further into the show, I'd like to remind listeners they can support us, the longest-running Pacers podcast, by heading over to patreon.com slash undebeatables, and you can support our show for as little as a dollar per month. Thanks, everybody, who's been doing that. Well, this was uh, uh, an all-right week of basketball. There was four games. There was one Sunday. Uh, you know, there's going to be a back-to-back uh, for in the LA, uh, uh, starting on this LA trip or the, the, the road trip. But, um, but the first game was against Orlando and this one is at home Monday, November 21st and Pacers take down the Orlando magic one twenty three to one Oh two. And this one was split, I guess, between shows for us, but, but this was, uh, two games in a row at home against the the magic and you know it's it's hard to beat any team twice in a row and you know orlando is not fantastic but you know you, you get a lot of tape on on that and and uh you know with a little bit of time in between you know, a day in between um the the pacers were still able to take this one and kind of leading wire to wire for the most part um i think halliburton had a fantastic game 18 points 14 assists. This guy's just so many assists. So many assists. Uh, I think a big... Uh, the bench on this one was massive, though. Benedict Matherin, 22 points. TJ McConnell, 19 points. O'Shea Bursett, 18 points. Isaiah Jackson with 10. Uh, so so good work there. Good work uh, beating, beating these uh, these dudes two games in a row. And uh, and I like, I like the look on the bench. You know, getting some work done there. Next game, Wednesday, November 23rd, again at home. This game, Pacers come up short, 101-115. We'll get a little more uh, detail into this one because JT was in the house for this one. Indeed. But but Pacers uh, had a big game for Miles Turner. He was 31 points, 7 boards. Uh, Buddy Hill, 13 points. Uh, Benedict Mathern again. Rocking 21, but not enough for Minnesota. 
who were led by Carl Anthony Towns at 23 points, Rudy Gobert of 21. Um, yeah, this game was uh, would have been I think six in a row for the Pacers, and uh, Minnesota was not having that. Friday, November 25th, I was in the house with my family. I was my nephew. Uh, he got it was his first NBA game, so shout out to shout out to Hale. It's his first. Uh, yeah, so he, uh, you know, he came wearing a Pacers hat and a Bulls jersey. So, you know, we we had a Pacers you know shirts for him to wear, and he he declined. He had to, he likes Demar Derozan. Yeah. So, but Pacers win this one. This one was was super exciting. The Pacers were were down early, and uh, really really fought back in this one. It's one twenty eight one seventeen. But in the uh, the first half, the 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 Nets could not miss so they were 60 plus percent from the floor for for a long time and then, then the pacers uh, came back and and took this one from them and you know the fourth quarter was was just awesome there was um just uh, sweet offense sweet defense trash talking all sorts of good stuff um and buddy hill was uh i guess he had the green with the effervescent green light i don't know he, had, he was just Chucking threes, 26 points from him, uh, leading scorer. Miles Turner was was looking great, 23, eight, eight rebounds. And Tyrese Halliburton again, 21 points, and then 15 assists. And Matherin with 20 points and a block, which netted him uh, a technical foul mm. with a couple of minutes left for the game. I'm assuming, I'm assuming he said something like, uh, don't bring your weak stuff uh, <laughs> in this area, please. Mother sir. chicken, perhaps. Yes. And the last game of the week was today, this afternoon, Sunday, November 27th. Pacers are at L.A., so they get the uh, the matinee game. And they were looking all right early, but could not hold that and lose this one 114-100. to 100. The game was really not much in doubt, I think, into the third quarter. Jalen Smith leading scorer for the Pacers, 23 points, and Halliburton had 15-11. and 11. Um, but there was a there was a there was a gap there towards the end of the game, and uh, Kawhi and Paul George were were out for their respective uh, lower, I think both lower leg injuries. But both of them were out, and still couldn't bring it on the Pacers side. Yeah. I'd like to start off the, the road trip with a win, but uh, we did not. Tomorrow. You know, not that we'll talk more about this, but uh, it's the back-to-back Clippers and Lakers. So Monday evening, there will be another LA game. So hopefully, they can get this kicked off in a better fashion. Jason, I guess uh, you know you were at the Minnesota game. It's been a while. Uh, you know, it's been a couple of weeks since you've been to the Fieldhouse. Um, <laughs> Long time. Yeah. What did you see that game in this week? Uh, well, I think overall the week, it was a good week of basketball. Um, you know, like really quality game win against Brooklyn. And I thought I didn't catch the Lakers game or the Clippers game today. Sorry. But, um, the Minnesota game, I feel like we just ran into a very well-oiled basketball team in that game. Mm -hmm. Um, they gave us all kinds of problems with their length on defense. Um, Gobert was just a beast. Like anytime we went inside, uh, and and Chase, uh, what the heck is his name? Uh, McDaniel's, uh, Jaden McDaniel's. Uh, yeah, is that his name? 
It's got to be it, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That guy, Jaden McDaniels. Uh, Unless you're thinking of Ch- Chase Buttinger. Is it Chase no. Buttinger you're thinking of? No, no, no. Okay. Not him. Okay. He was just a beast um, on both ends of the floor, really. Like, he guards the point of attack, and he's just so long and lanky that he just disrupted mm-hmm. our entire offense, I felt like. Uh, and, I mean, kudos to the guys. They they definitely um, fought and rallied and, you know, got it close at times. But I want to say that Minnesota led a wide, I think we had a one-point lead at one point. But other than that, Minnesota yeah. led wire to wire <clears throat> and really put it on us in the last, you know, eight minutes of the game like they just um were uh hard to beat making tough shots and making our lives very very difficult uh on the on the offensive end um yeah i don't know i mean but you know you're gonna have that coming off the orlando you know back-to-back wins right in a five-game win streak you know there was there was going to be a letdown at some point and i think this this yeah. is it obviously I don't know. What did you see in the Brooklyn game? That was the highlight of the week for sure, right? The Brooklyn, yeah, that was it. Was just a fun game. So they, you know, they have the 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 game started slow for the Pacers, and and um, you know, I think one thing that was disappointing, just sort of from the team level, was the free throw shooting was was uh, not great. You know, I mean, I guess uh, uh, Matherin missed several uh, clutch ones. You know, I guess really he ends up being. Uh, six of six of nine, but the the ones he missed, you know, two two in one possession. You know, he goes up and he's making some. Well, most of his plays are aggressive, but aggressive plays to the basket, and you know, wins you know wins a, a free throws and, and misses both of them. So my my dad sent me a a tweet after the game that he uh, after the game went over to the practice facility and started shooting free throws. So mm. um, good that he's. Um, recognizing that there's room for improvement there but you know i think that they were they really cranked it up at the end and and katie you know katie went cold which is not common but you know, he was you know crushing it early in the game he ended up with 36 points uh, but he was you know he was looking uh you know uns- I mean, you know after so many shots you got to turn to my dad and say you know how do you stop that the answer is you, you, you don't, don't. Be- yeah. because He's taller than you, and he's fading away, and he's an amazing shooter. So I don't know, not much you can do there. Um, there was a, I, 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 there was some uh, a, a small incident where uh, I think it was Royce O'Neal uh, blocked one of uh, or Nick Claxton, one of the two. You know, it had to be Nick Claxton uh, blocked one of uh, uh, Halliburton's shots, and Halliburton had stumbled, and as he was getting up. Uh, Claxton really just bumped him again and uh, just sent him sent him flying to the floor, hmm. and that was kind of it was just kind of clearly unnecessary, kind of crappy thing to do. Um, and they, I mean, they called him for it. You know, they gave him. Um, I think it was just a either flagrant or technical, one of the two or both. I don't know, but uh, but I thought Halliburton was was fantastic in that in that game just in general, and I think you know he's you know. He's got a mouth on him, which I like, you know, yeah. as a, you know, so I like, you know, having, uh, you know, the confidence and, and getting under people's skins. I mean, it, you know, it gets you a free throw here, but I think in, you know, when you've got the skills to back it up, then, then, you know, it gets under people's skins and it's a competitive advantage. So, 
I thought he yeah. was fantastic this game. Just watching him live is fun. Like, you know, he's just, <laughs> you know, the last game you and I had gone to, we sat down real low, and these seats were, you know, up in the uh, the ones I the, this game I was sitting, you know, pretty high up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just interesting to see like he how he sees the floor. You know, you sit up that high, you 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 know get much more of a you know holistic view of the floor, and and still like. You know, seeing him whip some of these passes around, and um, you know, finding finding open people and and just keeping everyone engaged is it's just really fun to watch. I like having uh, I like having a good point guard run run the team this way, the offense this way. No doubt. I mean, he's leading the league in assists, and this week mm-hmm. had um, every game at least eleven assists. Um, right. So it's not like he's slowing down at all. Uh, and we should say we we uh, uh, didn't know this when we recorded last week, but he won uh, Eastern Conference Player of the Week. Yeah, for the previous week, leading the Pacers to a three and week and and doing some awesome stuff. So, right on the heels of uh, 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 of course, the NBA is a week behind us. You know, we had talked about how <laughs> amazing he was the prior week, um, but yeah. It's interesting you you started your analysis of the the Nets game with uh, free throw shooting woes or clutch free throw shooting woes, because when I I you know I was traveling during this game so I didn't get a chance to catch it um, and uh, looked at the box score after and I was like, you know oh, KD scored thirty eight or whatever and thirty six yeah uh, Ben Simmons didn't miss a shot and scored twenty and Kyrie scored twenty and we had a bunch of turnovers like. Mm-hmm. How did we win this game? And then I look at the free throw column, and we went to the line thirty-eight times, and they only yeah. went ten times. So, I thought that's what you were gonna say is where we won it at. Like we were the more aggressive team, and we're driving to the basket um, and getting to the line. Was that the case, or was it just? I mean, that that was definitely a good part of it. Um, okay, there were uh, on the, uh, I guess early we, early you know is that early they they were really not missing much uh and we actually only run the we only run one the rebound no we by three the rebounding battle by three but i think that was bigger earlier which was like you know i was just looking at a bunch of the a bunch of the different stats like you say i was like i am unclear has you know we're five points down and they're not missing they're just not missing you know Mm -hmm. but but between rebounding and free throw, you know, getting to the line, that, that's what kept us in the game. And and once they cooled off, we were able to, you know, take the lead. Um, they were, you know, they were they were tough. And then Ben Simmons, you know, he's he looked he looked good. You know, I, I we've heard so much negative stuff about him in the press, you know, well the last several years and. Um, but he was, you know, I, the one thing that I think that I, I, I heard so much about was was his uh, uh, reluctance to, to shoot. And he looked, <laughs> you don't score 20 points by not looking at the basket. Like, he, he, looked, <laughs> he looked good out there. And he was, you know, relatively aggressive. And I, I think in a, if, you know, an appropriate amount of aggressive. So he, he looked good out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, two guys that we did not see, Edmund Sumner. DNP coach's decision and TJ Warren. Uh, they say he's injured or yeah. got an illness, but uh, I don't know. I think they're they're both scared. 
Well, you mentioned rebounding, um, which was a point I wanted to pick up on, because that was the thing mm-hmm. I noticed in the Minnesota game, is not only were did their length cause us problems defensively, um, which led to many missed shots. We only shot, I think, 38% in that game. But we, we also got badly out-rebounded. Um, mm. I think it was uh, 50 to 30 or something like that. Uh, let me make sure I have this right. Yeah, 50 to 30 in the rebound yeah. column, which oh. is just, yeah. that's dominance on the board. It's hard to win a basketball game. Uh, actually, tribute to our guys that we were even in that game, <laughs> getting mm-hmm. outboarded by that much. And then today, um, again, I didn't get to catch the Clippers game because of other obligations. And, um, you know, we get out rebounded in that game 62 to 39. And your boy uh, Zubach grabs 29 rebounds in that game all by himself. <laughs> 12 offensive. Uh, 31 which is offensive, and tw- I think. And 31 and 29. Yeah. For that game. Yeah. What a line. Um, so that is something I want to keep an eye on going forward because then uh, maybe I'm just a scarred Pacers fan from years past of us being a, a poor rebounding team and that causing us losses, especially giving up a bunch of offensive rebounds. I mean, it's it's one thing if you have a bad night shooting the ball and the other other team just has a lot more defensive rebounds. But uh, in both this um, Clippers game, it looks like, and definitely in the Minnesota game, gave up several crucial offensive rebounds and key possessions um, that that sort of prevented us from tying it up or taking the lead at, at different times. Yeah. The other thing about that Clippers game is there was no no uh, no Kawhi, of course, because he's injured already, and no Paul George either. So that's definitely a game that you're looking at going into it on the plane ride, the long plane ride to California and saying, all right, this is a game we can take. So it's a little bit disappointing that the boys didn't take care of business. Yeah, no, and with uh, with you know that of course they know there's a uh, it's a back to back too. So it's nice to get that first one. Uh, and the second one's usually harder. Um, so getting that first one would have been would have been nice. And but yeah, when when you when you get out rebounded that much, it's basically impossible to win. Yeah. Unless you, unless you don't miss, but that's not that's not normal. Which this is certainly this is a new trend, if this is indeed a trend um, for this team. In fact, this team has been a surprisingly mm-hmm. good rebounding team, uh, you know, overall uh, through the first uh, we're basically a quarter of the season, uh, quarter way into the season now, um, and they've been one of the top rebounding teams in the league actually. Um, so. Hopefully this is not a sign of something new and just a a blip yeah. on the radar. And we played teams that were just better at rebounding or uh, yeah, had a size advantage, I guess, at some level. It also, you know, those numbers are a little bit inflated. The Pacers shot horribly uh, in the Clippers game as well. But again, like I said, it's the offensive rebounds that, that concern you if you're a a fan those are about the heartbreaker ones um, yeah yeah i don't i don't have any other unfortunately this <laughs> this holiday week is always tough for me because there's travel and, and now with a, a child to take care of there's games to be missed and <laughs> it's hard to catch up so well and plus the world cup well, you know, maybe we can maybe we can touch on the world cup what do, what do you think about uh i mean yeah 
what's going on there? Well, see, yeah, today, uh, today I did get to catch the second half of the Spain Germany game, which was super mm. exciting. Yeah, and um, there was uh, uh, you know some some good opportunities early, and Spain uh, Spain put in a, a, a beautiful goal to take the lead. Mm, one nil, maybe fifteen minutes left, and uh, late, late, um, Germany puts uh, uh, another one in to, to tie it up. And you know, I think that uh, Spain looked Spain looked about as, as good as they usually do, which is which is great. You know, definitely a, a very uh, uh, technically skilled team, and uh, they've got just a lot of a lot of uh, young talent as they always do. And uh, you know, keep the the field space and just you know these beautiful leading passes into space. Um, they look they look fantastic. And Germany, I thought looked a little. I think Germany looked sloppy to me, but mm. but they they had done a good job. Uh, really, it, towards the end of the game, they they had really sort of to take over, and um, you know, and I think earned you know earned the draw. Mm-hmm. Didn't mm-hmm. catch the other games today, but I, you know, what did watch on Thanksgiving Day? Watched the USA England, which you know I think the U.S. was the better team in that game, but you know, nothing really to show for it. Um, a couple of good well, opportunities. Draw is a good result in that game. No, I mean it, it is, it is, but you know, I mean, it certainly you, is for, for. You would have liked to have beaten Wales so that that yeah. draw but really I, puts you yeah. in the driver's seat. Now they have a, they have a winner go home situation on uh, yeah Tuesday I think they play Iran yeah I think that's right um, yeah with Iran but I mean I think either of those I think that they looked the, the the better team in both of those matches and and they got two draws so um, well, I would say they looked the better team know. in one point five of those matches I thought Wales really outplayed them in the second half of that uh, I guess I'd agree with that yeah I think they gave away a silly but, penalty that cost them the game that was but, or I mean cost them absolutely the win, but. Um, but I thought Wales were knocking on the door and, you know, deserved a goal at some level, you know? Mm-hmm. So. No, and I think that was the – I guess that's right. I, I do I do think that was the right – that felt like the re, the right result for that, yeah, for that game. For sure. So it'll be uh, interesting to see how these young guys respond on Tuesday mm-hmm. against Iran. I mean, Iran, a team that, you know, got trounced by England in – the first game, but then mm-hmm. came back and beat Wales 2-0, scoring two goals in stoppage time. Um, so they got some momentum. They have, they've also are in a situation, I think, where if they, if they win, they're in. Even if they draw, they might be in, depending on what happens in the Wales game. They could advance with a draw, for sure. So There's been several shockers in this World Cup. Uh Let's see. Morocco Who, beat Belgium today. That That's was nice. the one today. That was Morocco two nil over over Belgium. Um, Japan over Germany is a, a massive upset, and uh, Saudi Arabia Argentina. Saudi Arabia taking that one. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh man, and, so good. I know it's fun. Yeah, and poor Mexico. With a draw and a loss so far, they're gonna need a, a win and some help. I mean, yeah, a win and some help probably to get there. But 
it's been fun. You know, I just love that there's just games on every day. You just turn it on and there's games going. It's the For best. Sure. For sure. It's the best. So we're starting on, I think everybody's played, most teams have played two games now. We've got maybe tomorrow. Yeah, I think Monday is the last of the, or whatever, uh, the last two groups will play their second yeah. game. And then on yeah. Tuesday starts the uh, the third and decisive game. Yeah. Situation. So, yep. Yeah. So we'll get to a TV around 2 o'clock Eastern on uh, Tuesday. Yeah, and Here, actually, uh, so looking here, France right now is the only team with two wins, or is only one with, with two wins, 2 0 0. So nobody else. So it's a, it is wide open, baby. <laughs> Indeed. All right. Well, tune in to that uh, U.S. Iran game, and then also tune in to some Pacers basketball. Although you're going to have to stay up quite late uh, to do it. <laughs> the Pacers continue their West Coast swing. Uh, as Joey mentioned, Monday, second night of a back-to-back facing the Los Angeles Lakers. Good thing is there's no travel involved. I wonder if they could just leave their stuff in the visitors' locker room. Like, it's <laughs> a good question. Uh, and then Wednesday, uh, rivalry game against the Sacramento Kings, uh, Halliburton and Heald, uh, looking for some damage against the uh, very hot Sacramento Kings. Uh, hopefully they do not, uh, what is it, light the beam? Hopefully they do not light the beam. Yeah. Is that what they say when they push that it's big a, button? I think it's light the beam. or Yeah, I think that's what it is. Uh, and then Friday, Pacers travel to Utah to play the Jazz. Uh, that's a 9 o'clock tip, so that's a little bit more reasonable for folks. Uh, and Sunday, December 4th, Pacers travel to Portland to play the Trailblazers. That game is on NBA TV. And uh, I don't know, I don't think Nico's going to be in the house, but if he is, hopefully he is sad when he leaves the arena <laughs> what you got this week we got lakers kings jazz portland and that's not even the end of the road trip but we'll get to that no. next week let's see so we got one two three four i think mm-hmm. we can i think we can split that you're going two and two i think they're gonna yeah i think we're gonna i think we'll take down the Lakers and Sacramento, and then Utah's Utah's been extra good this year. You know they've cooled off a little bit, but uh, and then you know Portland let let the let the poor team have a, a a win here and there. You know, yeah, could be. I mean, I guess we can rest we can rest our starters against the the Blazers. Yeah, I like us going three and one uh, the rest okay. of this week. I think we can take the Lakers. I think. Uh, Miles Turner is going to be especially motivated to prove that he uh, <laughs> can play for the Lakers. Uh, Halliburton's going to murder the Kings. Uh, mm. I think we drop that Jazz game, but then uh, come back and get the Blazers because we're on national TV. So, yeah, got to show them up. You don't think so? Who do you think wins that? Uh, I know they're not going to guard each other, but that Sabonis Halliburton matchup. You think Halliburton takes that? It'll be interesting. Yeah. I think Halliburton 
gets more assists than uh, than Sabonis in that game. That's my that's my guess. I think they both get double doubles in their respective categories. Yes, I think Buddy Heald catches fire. You know the familiar surroundings of uh, whatever the name of their arena is now. Is it still the Sleep. Golden One Center? Let's see. Was it Sleep Train before? Was that them? It was Sleep Train for a minute. And then yeah. it was Golden One. And then now I imagine it's some cryptocurrency, but that could be wrong. <laughs> I guess like the, the, the crypto.com was where the Pacers played today. It's it's still the Golden One Center. So. Okay. The Golden One. Here's my here's my dark horse. Um, is my dark horse prediction is Buddy Heald and Halliburton uh, have these wild games and they go and they commandeer the torch and they light it for themselves. <laughs> but while they're they're uh, they're popping their Indiana on their on their jerseys, I like it. And then just confuse all the fans in Sacramento that <laughs> see the beam and are like, "Hey, we won." And the yeah the aliens that are seeing the beam too they uh, they're gonna think that the the kings won but they they're not gonna <laughs> they ain't gonna all right team well we'll be back with you uh, later on and until next time you can find us on social media we are on Twitter at undebeatables we're on Facebook dot com slash the undebeatables. Our website is theunbeatables.com. There's a contact form there. You can uh, send us a message. You can send us an email. Shout out at theunbeatables.com. And at the website slash store, you can uh, pick up a small shirt. No longer it's medium, just smalls. Mm. Yeah, we uh, ransacked the <laughs> remaining cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the architect... Donnie Walsh and our once and always uh, Hall of Fame head coach Bobby Slick Leonard turn out the lights party's over yeah been a while since I had to do one of those beautiful (laughs) thank thank so how long did you prepare for that? It sounds like you've done two to three times the prep work that Colson did. <laughs> if by that you mean I thought about it for two to three seconds before Okay. I, yeah. Yeah. That's about it. You did you did a wonderful job. Thanks. The hardest part is remembering his intro because it's changed over the years. Oh. <laughs> But luckily, we do this every week, so it gets ingrained in my head. I know.